Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about the three crucial mistakes that runners make when they get metatarsal stress fractures. So the big question is this, how are runners like us, who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Okay, now before we get started, I just wanted to mention, because I'm probably going to forget about this, I've created something for you that might be really helpful if you have a metatarsal stress fracture. Basically, what I created is a PDF worksheet that will help you decide when you can run if you have a metatarsal stress fracture. I also created a video walkthrough that shows you exactly what you're doing when you go through that worksheet so that you can really make decisions about when you're going to be healed enough to run with a stress fracture and what you can do to accelerate that process. So go to the show notes for this particular episode, download the PDF and watch the video and it'll help you work through that so that you can get back on track. Okay, metatarsal stress fractures are probably one of the most common injuries I see. I mean, we even created a whole course on how to run and heal metatarsal stress fractures because they're so common. And not everybody needs to call me for a consultation or a webcam visit, a virtual doctor visit, or a phone call or whatever when they get a stress fracture. You just really have to use some common sense, do everything that you can to heal it as quickly as possible, and then get back to running. But there really are three mistakes I see runners make over and over and over. Even when I see runners, when I do a house call and I see them in person, well, they're making the same mistakes. The first thing is that runners keep running on it. Most runners who get a stress fracture do not stop running as soon as the stress fracture develops. This is not complicated. If you're running and you start to injure the bone and then you keep running, even if it's just a few more runs, you're going to dramatically accelerate and increase the amount of damage in that bone. You know, talking to you too late right now if you have one of these injuries, but if you're running and you feel this aching pain, aching sensation in your foot that you think might be a stress fracture, but you feel like you have to finish your 18 mile run that day and it started aching at eight miles, that's a big mistake. Trust me, if I got one of those situations, if I was out on a run, if I was doing a long run, if I was running 20 miles and my foot started to ache around 12 miles or 13 miles and every single foot strike, you know, my foot hits the ground, I feel this throbbing sensation every time my foot lands, I would call for a ride. I would not run the rest of the route. I would not run all the way. I would not keep running and see what happens. I would not run just because I have it on the calendar. That's a huge mistake. That's the biggest mistake runners make. They'll do that. Their foot's swollen the next day. They'll maybe take a day off and then they'll go try to run again just to see what happens. That's a huge mistake. So don't ever do that. If you can avoid it, don't keep running until you know what the deal is and you can do something to address it. Now, the second mistake that runners make is that they will run less but not reduce the stress. What do I mean by that? Well, the thing is, is that you don't have to stop running. So this is like the worst of both worlds. They'll get a stress fracture. You're running along. You feel this throbbing pain. You think it's a stress fracture. Your foot's a little swollen kind of hurts when you're running, it barely hurts when you're walking, and you basically just, instead of running 10 miles, you'll run seven. Or instead of running five miles, you'll run three. But you don't change anything. You're not using different shoes, you haven't modified the inserts in your shoes to move the stress away from that injured metatarsal to a different bone. You haven't done anything with your running form, you haven't done anything to actually reduce the stress to the bone. And that just keeps applying an injuring stress to a bone that's already weaker, and is more susceptible to continued re-injury or further injury. 
So remember, if you have a stress fracture, it's not that you have to stop running, but you have to reduce the stress to the bone. The third huge mistake I see runners make is they give up on their goals. This is because they'll go see a doctor who says, you just have to stop running. You can't do the Boston Marathon. You can't do Ironman Hawaii. You can't do the Houston Marathon. You can't do whatever it is that's on your schedule because your foot is injured and it's gonna take four to six weeks to heal. They give you the same answer that they give every other patient on the schedule, even if they're not runners. But that's not true. You can do lots of things to heal stress fractures faster. You can also often heal faster than normal non-athletic patients because you're younger, healthier, you're primed to heal, you have better blood flow. You have lots of things working in your favor. So don't give up on your goals. That is not always necessary. And truthfully, it's gonna crush your spirit if you do that. So don't give up on your goals and just figure out what you can actually do. What do you have control over? What can you change? What can you do to get back on track? Go run your race, go finish your race, go finish in your goal time, whatever. You gotta figure out what you can do to actually get back on track to achieve your goals and keep running. If you think you have a metatarsal stress fraction or trying to figure out how to run, I've created something for you I think is going to be really helpful. Basically, what I came up with is I created a one-page, 10-question PDF stress fracture self-assessment for runners. Just go to this episode, go to the show notes, and you can get it, and then print out the PDF. And then there's also a video there where I actually walk you through the whole set of questions and how they help you and what you need to really write down and answer in order to really make an assessment about how you can decide when you can run if you have a metatarsal stress fracture. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me. And then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.